0: Consumers are getting very educated, and consumers run their own research. I think we will see a lot more simplification of products in the industry, which we are already seeing. We'll see a lot more standardization of those products also in the industry.
1: I'm pleased today to be here with Vinod Katru. He is the CEO at Inoveo. Welcome, Vinod.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Josh, and always great to talk to you.
1: You know, I usually like to start with your background, how it led to your role today, and kind of uh, how innovale fits into the insurtech and insurance innovation landscape.
0: I started my career uh, right after my engineering uh, school. I did an engineering degree in uh, mechanical industrial engineering, and uh, I worked for a uh, fighter jet aircraft development company. So think about, uh, in India, a company making an advanced F-16, and I got uh, put into the program management of that aircraft. Very early in my career, I was very privileged to work with, uh, I would say, great leaders, and I learned a lot from those great leaders. Many of them came from the Air Force uh, with a very good, uh, I would say, value system and uh, taught me very early in my career around, empowerment, uh, uh, truly aligning goals, uh, rewarding people and giving people opportunities, including they were very aggressive people who pushed me to the limit and in some cases beyond limit, but then took good care of me as well. As uh, I came into US, I I started working here with companies like IBM, AIG. Uh, I worked for Prudential, ended up in uh, MetLife, So different, different cultures like uh, taught me a lot around adapting to different cultures. And then uh, last few years, uh, I was working uh, for a life and annuity tech provider and a service provider, which was owned by an investment company. So working with a bunch of entrepreneurs who back you up with dollars, I worked a lot with insure tech companies. I've been on the board of uh, some of those companies, so gave me very varied exposure and kind of prepared me for the job I am now doing as a CEO of Innovio. I believe I have a very well-rounded experience which uh, I am bringing to bear here and now running a technology company. Now I am trying to change the whole paradigm on how applications are done and saying, a citizen developer, a business person, a business analyst can develop their own applications. They don't need to translate it anymore, and you can do it with the no-code technology and no-code platform.
1: There, there's certainly been a, a a lot of activity in the no-code and low-code sectors, and um, and then you know within insurance as well. So um, maybe you could talk about sort of what what makes for a good or an effective no code platform and and maybe what differentiates some of the some of the things that maybe broadly are defined as no code or low code
0: yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll handle this question in two dimensions. I look at it from a enterprise perspective first I think enterprises have been very busy in trying to do technology. And in some cases, uh, we look at our admin platforms and we are transforming from one admin platform to other admin platform. But when you look at these enterprises, they are there to run their business. They are there to optimize their business. They are there to grow their business. And sometimes we end up doing technology, more technology than helping the business. I think no-code platform transforms that whole and transition that into a newer paradigm where Finally, businesses can focus on helping them optimize their business, grow their business, and let technology not be a barrier. Let technology be a help to move to the next level. No code platforms, if we leave them as just pure technology and leave them as a horizontal thing, it'll be very difficult to adopt. Because at the end of the day, you don't have a lot of subject matter experience in what to build and all the regulations and the rules and everything else around it. So the need is to have at least what I call solutions accelerators, okay? You got to create vertical solution accelerators and you have to have domain experience to guide your customers in what needs to be built and how it needs to be built before you start building it. We are creating a lot of solutions and solution accelerators. We have a lot of domain people which have knowledge of your business. And then we help enterprises revenue and transform how they build applications in a new manner
1: are there any particular you know examples you can share or use cases you can share that you think are are, are really interesting uh, uses of your of your platform
0: absolutely i think uh, we have been the biggest uh, drivers of digital and digital in many ways okay I look at digital in three four different ways We have helped our customers launch new digital brands uh, which are completely new companies they incubate outside and experiment with it before they can bring it back into the mainstream we have helped uh, customers launch digital stakeholder experiences streamline and automate their whole new business processes and to drive growth in their company and we have helped customers drive automation in their servicing and back-end processing, whether it's your call center, it's how you do claims, it's how you do billing, it's how you run uh, your statements, could be a lot of those things. We have driven uh, automation and digitization of those processes.
1: Like who, who's your typical buyer? I mean, does this does this start with some sort of a, a whiteboard process with a chief digital officer or someone else in the C-suite or are there are other typical buyers you work with?
0: See, I think our uh, buyers are uh, are like across the whole uh, diverse, uh, I would say, hierarchy. Many times the business is our buyer as well. Sometimes the C-suite is the buyer. And many times it's the IT leadership because IT leadership has so much on their plate and they have a big, huge talent shortage. And they're not able to deliver and meet the demands of their business. So how do you meet the demands of the business? uh again we may sometimes start with the business but we quickly pivot towards the it stakeholders and try to start to make those stakeholders winners by having them deliver better faster cheaper capability back to their business
1: and and are the business analysts who are who are doing the work i'm assuming it's business analysts who are doing this the the the, the work in the platform are they sort of your typical You know, IT business analysts who can run a Scrum and do those sort of things, or are they sort of more the business analysts who come from the business side and have the 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 sort of more the uh, you know industry domain expertise versus the IT domain expertise?
0: So I have seen this to be uh, a mix. I think most of the teams are the IT business analysts, and then you have a lot of tech savvy business people who have the aptitude for understanding technology, even though you don't need to. But it's good to understand because at the end of the day, you still got to create the right solution with the right architecture and the right mindset. There are a lot of techs, uh, the savvy uh, business people. They start to, I would say, get uh, attracted towards the technology as well and start to create their own applications.
1: Are there Are there any examples you've seen where it's maybe been sort of uh, low code or no code gone wrong and, and 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 you know how do you help make sure your your clients kind of you know build things out the right way
0: again have we had challenges and have we had bumps many uh, so far we haven't had uh, a really bad implementation okay it's the great track record so far as a company uh, but yes the challenge is when you start to develop and you do not have access to the business subject matter experts, and we can't really define what we need.
1: So, do you see sort of a, a, a next evolution of this as you look forward, like where, where this technology can take things, or, or, or that there'll be another evolution of no code in some way?
0: Uh, 100%. We're already working on it. Okay. I don't want to divulge all the secret sauce, but there's a layer of AI we're embedding within our platform which creates a level of learning as you do things m- many, many different ways. It starts to now, like even configuration, can you even, like we have uh, created where configuration creates programming. Now, can I put a layer of AI which creates configuration for me as I am doing it? Okay, so it's the, it's the next layer of research which is happening. Uh, and uh, we we should see in next couple of years uh, another level of maturity happen in these platforms.
1: You know, this approach um, that that you've got, you know, how do you see sort of bringing more diverse people, you know, how how maybe this technology can bring more diverse people into it or, um, you know, sort of help help, help the future of the business or the industry?
0: I think having a geographical diversity, having cultural diversity, having diversity in uh, how you're thinking always helps you innovate faster, better and bring new ideas to fruition. Uh, I would say when you look at my uh, pre sales solutions team, I have actually developing applications. They have no idea about technology and programming, but they understand the business paradigm really well. So that I could never do in uh, like a few years back in different uh, jobs I have been going through. So that has been a welcome uh, thing as we are doing. We are enabling newer newer uh, paradigms
1: you know you referred yourself as a very high energy person when you started your career and mm-hmm. it sounds like you've got some high energy talent in in some of these markets that you're you're bringing in so yeah. how do we attract more of that into the industry
0: i think we have to make this industry cooler again and i think it has started to do that as we have started to change the products uh, we are uh, basically uh, creating Uh, Like talking to my kids about life insurance, they understand that it's an important uh, thing. They don't understand why they need it. They don't understand when they need it. But trying to tell them that you need to focus a lot more on wellness and life insurance could be embedded with wellness. And by the way, we could give you an Apple Watch if you buy a policy. Suddenly changes the paradigm on those kids and they all want it.
1: Vinod, really appreciate your insights. Is there anything we didn't cover that, uh, you know, either a key point or anything about the company that you'd like to share before we wrap up?
0: Well, I think it's, it's very exciting times and very exciting times uh, within uh, our industry as well. Okay, even though my company covers broader industry, I look at myself as an insurance industry person. I think great opportunity and great times. Uh, we're going to continuously evolve and transform into something really good.
1: Great. Well, the node, Katru the CEO at Inoveo. Really appreciate having you on.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Joshua.